Hey, y'all. I'm Jen. I'm a daughter, a sister, an auntie, a niece, a cousin, and a friend. And I love pineapples on pizza, spending all day in Disneyland, shopping for bargains on Amazon, and all things literacy. I'm a Jesus girl. I love people, and I love hearing their stories. In fact, that's what I'm doing here, sharing stories with powerful lessons to encourage us, empower us to keep moving forward, and to remind us that God has our back. I can't wait for you to hear these stories. Why don't you go ahead and join us for a story worth living? It is super cool to be featuring another storyteller on today's episode, but before I bring her on, she's going to share uh, a story, um, an experience um, about total surrender to God and and trusting him, um, even in the little things, um, and knowing that we can trust him in all things. The story that she's going to share reminds me of This quick story, I was a senior in college, and it's an experience that I will never forget. In fact, um, God did something for me um, that literally changed the trajectory of my understanding of how personal he is and how he really will do exactly and specifically and precisely what needs to be done in your experience for you to know just how much he loves you, right? And that you can surrender, that you can trust him. In all things, and it's easy to think that um, the only indications of God's presence or power in your life are those that come through these flawlessly timed, you know, pristine setups where the characters and the setting and and the plot are picture perfect from start to finish. Yeah, let me tell you, just uh, keep living, as my mom um, says. Just live long enough, and you will discover that some of the deepest most impactful experiences with God actually come through what seems like some of the most messed up circumstances. And you know why? Because it's so important for us to know that circumstances aren't actually what dictate how God works or what he can actually do for us. He is bigger than our circumstances, and he'll take on, on any and every opportunity to demonstrate his love for us in any circumstance. But don't just simply take my word for it. Um, let's just ask this couple um, who go by the name of Abraham and Sarah, and they're from the ancient Near East. And they were, let's just say, not in any way, shape or form in any condition to produce a child, right? Not only were they Uh, living in the ancient Near East, they pretty much were ancient, okay? They didn't have any children, and God made them this promise uh, where he told them that they would have a son in their old age. And you know what? After some time, after quite a bit of time, actually, they did. After time and circumstances, they finally saw the fulfillment of the promise that God had made them. Um... It would be unheard of these days because they were so far past the typical um, time of, con- uh, of the possibility of conception. Anyway, people would think they were crazy to believe that God could work in their circumstances that on their own, 
um, they wouldn't be able to produce anything close to what he was about to bring about in their lives. And God chose them. He gave them the promise and, and he brought it to pass because he had something in mind for their lives and for their experience. He had these special plans for them. And in bringing about something that they could never make happen on their own, he came close to them with his presence and his power. And he spoke to them in a way that he knew would get their attention and that he knew this would build their trust in him. And he did something for them that would perpetuate a knowledge of his presence, his power, and his love for ages to come. See, God is still in the business of getting our attention to let us know that we are seen, that we are loved, and that he has plans for us that will actually impact the world. And so as a college senior getting close to graduation, I had this experience with God that told me exactly that. And it wasn't that at that moment, like I was just good, you know, everything was great. And I, I you know, I didn't have any challenges from there, from then on. If I were to say that, I definitely would be lying. But it was the initial understanding that God kind of walked me through in with this experience that let me know that, hey, I see you. I love you. I have plans for your life. And guess what? Those plans include impacting the world for me. And so um, I was walking around campus. I was getting my senior checklist finalized um, as graduation was right around the corner. I was so close to walking in my cap and gown. And I really didn't have any worries that anything would be a problem or anything was going to get in the way, especially as it related to this checklist. Let me just go around and kind of do my thing. So I, um, on my route, I had to stop by the financial aid office Um uh, to get their check off as well. And I, I stayed at my purpose when I got there. Um, and I needed to, I needed them to just confirm that I didn't owe the college any money, any tuitions or fees, um, that would potentially get in the way of me walking, um, for graduation. So anyway, I got there. One of the personnel who I spoke to took my paperwork to the back and I sat down to wait. Cause I'm just like, yeah, we're just going through the motions here. You know, she'll be back. I'll be on my way. Well, a few minutes later, she returned and informed me that I actually owed some money. And I want to say it was like a couple thousand dollars. Like, first of all, I'm a college student. I, I don't have any dollars, <laughs> you know. Um, and she also told me that this money would need to be paid before she or anyone else could sign off, that I was financially clear and could walk for graduation. I was all the way confused, y'all. Like, how could I owe money? Like, okay, I'm going to explain that, right? How could I owe money? Because I went to college on this 100% academic scholarship. So I didn't start with money. I started with a scholarship as a freshman and I ended as a senior, um, not giving uh, the college any money because I was still on scholarship, right? So every, um, every time, you know, every semester that I um, enrolled in classes, my scholarship and, and, you know, would cover my tuition and, and fees. Right. So anyway, so I never owed money. So how in the world, if I couldn't, if I never paid money to you guys, how in the world at this point do I owe money? You know, if anything, the college, there was usually, um, some excess on my account and I was able to get back, you know, refund 
money, right? Because this was impossible. Like I, you know, the anxiety was rising. You know, I tried to explain this to her while it, while I was just, I, I was getting nervous, becoming fearful because I was just like, no, 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 no. This is not the way this is supposed to work out. Like I just wasn't going to get this checked off, be about my business, get ready for graduation. So she listened and she told me, um, you know, that she'd be back. She had to go back and, and check on some things. So at this point, I just, you know, sat back down in the chair. This time, minus the confidence that I had come into this office with, I was suddenly afraid that everything was going in the wrong direction. Um, I didn't have that kind of money to, to pay the school. Um, what did, what was that going to mean for my graduation? Was it going to block me? Um, so much confusion in that moment. And as I sat there, you know, my mind kind of suddenly tuned in to the campus radio station that was playing like in the background in the office you know, because it was a private college, the radio station played inspirational music. And so right at the height of my anxiety, I just, it's like, you know, it's like God turned on my hearing, you know, away from my own thoughts and into the words of this song. Um, and the song is called, uh, trust in him. And it's by Lisa page Brooks and the lyrics that I want to focus on that kind of just, you know, walked their way through my mind in that moment. Those words said, trusting him was a new thing for me to believe. How could I count on someone that I couldn't even see? His word said he was faithful and faith was the key. I used my faith to believe he would come see about me. Don't lean to my own understanding. I wouldn't even try my life's in the hands of a God bigger than both you and I. Trust in him. Trust in him for all that you need, no matter when. He will be our guiding light more than a friend. Learn how to trust. Trust in him. And so there was a refrain on the back end of the song that kept saying, you got to learn how to trust him. You got to learn how to trust him. You got to learn how to trust him. And let me tell y'all in that moment, because God knows how much I love music and lyrics, he chose to get my attention through that song and speak to me, not just for that moment, but really for my lifetime as a precursor for my lifetime. He got my attention to remind me that no matter how confusing or how dire the circumstance, I could trust him. And let me tell you, I have been in all sorts of circumstances in my life, all sorts of circumstances. Let me tell you, good, bad, indifferent. One thing I've never been able to let go of or surrender in those circumstances is the fact that I can trust God in all things, especially the little things. I received so much peace as I listened to those words, but it was really impactful because I recognized that God was speaking to me. Well, the song ended and the office personnel returned to let me know that there actually was no balance that needed to be paid. 
there had been some sort of mistake with my account. And she had gotten it straightened out while she was back there. And now I was good to go. I literally felt like I was walking on a cloud when I left that office. It was so surreal. In one moment, so much anxiety. In the next moment, so much peace. You know, God was real to me. And he had rolled up on me and he had shattered my doubts. And he planted a seed of trust in him, in me. That began growing from that day. Let's just listen in together to this episode's installment of a story worth living. Hey guys, so we're really, really excited that a good friend of mine has joined us on the podcast today. And her name is Lizette Marie. And Lizette, we are really, really glad to, to have you. So Lizette, where are you from? I'm from Seychelles. Um, it's a group of islands in the Indian Ocean, part of Africa. Sounds beautiful. And what would you say is one of your greatest dreams in life? Oh my gosh, my greatest dream? It's funny you asked me that because I just shared that yesterday with someone. Um, is to, I want to have a nonprofit to have a homeless shelter that targets young people on drugs. Wow. And if the more I talk about it, the more I dream, like it, it, like it comes to life actually. Like I know how many beds from now on, I know how many section, like I want it to be equipped with social workers, psychologists, like the whole works to just take time to work with them, not just give them shelter, but to also provide um, the a holistic approach towards helping them. Wow. That's so amazing. That's so amazing. And I that's know the that, dream. Yeah, that's, that's definitely something that is essential. That is essential. So I can't imagine that all of your days of living on this earth, that you've had that dream. I, I, I cannot imagine that, you know, life has been just perfect. I mean, I can't imagine that you, I, I, you had to have gotten here through a process. And I feel like, um, that we're really going to be blessed with what you're going to share with us today. And so I want to invite you to share your story worth living with us. So worth living is, I feel like God makes it worth living. First of all, like I really, I give credit to him for making something out of nothing. Like, first of all, this bare place suddenly is a place that have life, people, animals, trees, flowers, seas, oceans, mountains. And all of that amazes me. And I just feel his power everywhere I look and see even just looking at the stars in the sky 
all that. Um, so I've started my work with him quite a long time ago. I will say around the time of college in 2008. And it was a very personal work because I was actually alone, far away from my family, from everybody that I knew. It was like a foreign place. So I had to really trust in a power greater than than me instead of my usual comfort, instead of usual, um, you know, your system that you have in place, which is family and friends. I I really learned to trust him way back when and one of the stories that was encouraging me a story i mean my real life experience that happened back then was um i was partly working while i was in school i was also working with um at the cement company i was doing uh accounting there and I was just um, preparing one day for me to go to work. And it was really, really far away from where I live. But I usually get uh, a ride from one of my friends that worked in the accounting department. And I had just woken up early that day. I was working. I was doing my devotional, praying. And then all of a sudden, he called me and he was like, I have to leave right now. So, like, I don't think I'm going to be able to pick you up or not. So to get in the port, because the cement factory was like cement company is like on a port. So for you to go through, like, it's not in the main road. So, like, you have to go work, walk a long way. And... I'm like, oh my gosh, like, how am I going to do that? Like, it was, I'm like, why he didn't tell me the night before? I started worrying, like, why he didn't tell me the night before? Why now I got to find a way, like, which is impossible. And if I take the bus, after I take the bus, I'm going to have to take a taxi cab for me to go on that extra land. And it's something I've never done before because I don't know how it was going to work because not just anybody can go into that area. It's you need a pass to go in and all this thing, right? So it was very overwhelmed for me. And all of a sudden, while I was doing my devotional, I was just looking down at about a verse about talking trust in God. I'm like, okay, hey, God, I'm about to put you to the test right now. Since we're talking about it, we're reading it right now. This is it. I'm about to put, to put you to the test about I need my right to go take me to work. And all of a sudden, while I'm surrendering all of that to him, like my whole plan, like how I need to go pass through the Port Authority, and I need a pass, and I have a pass, but I don't know if my taxi driver will need a pass. Whatever the process is, this is going to be a first for me. And I was really scared. And so I was just like, let's do this. I took my time, get ready like usual. Um, let's say we, I used to meet him like at around eight o'clock 
and I'm going down. I go downstairs, take my time. Like I stop rushing because I'm like, I'm testing God now. This is it. This is in his hands. And as soon as I'm about to cross the street to go get the bus from where I live, like off my building, I look down and I saw somebody from the accounting department that I work with. I did a double take. He was right there looking at me and he said, what are you waiting for? Get in. And he was our boss on top of it all. He was like the boss. And I'm like, what is he doing here? First of all. So I got in and I asked him, I said, what are you doing in this area? He said, my boy, he, leave, he goes to school right behind your, your building back there. And I didn't even know why I came across it, but still, where the school was, I'm off the main road. He was on the main road. Why you got off the main road to come towards my building? That was weird. And I was so surprised. Like, imagine I prayed. I was, I, I think I wasn't expecting. I prayed. I surrendered. I think the thing that I did, though, I was sincere in surrendering my problem right there and then. And then I got in looking at him and I'm looking at him. He said, you know, I overslept too. And I said, let me go take him to school since I'm here. And then I'm just strolling. I said, let me come in this area. I haven't been in here a while. And I said, you know that I'm, I'm like, I was going to be late. And uh, the other guy left me, whatever. And he got so, he said, oh, wow. He said, that's God. I said, I know. <laughs> we both look at each other because it was so weird <laughs> for him to be there. Like, how are you off the main road and you're passing through some close to apartments? That was like, that was surprising. So, yeah, from then on, like, I think that really like lit something in me. I kept wanting to test God. Like, I kept wanting to surrender. And imagine when I walk um, to uh, when I got in the office that day, he, uh, the friend that left me just looking like surprising me coming in with the boss when on time. He was like, How did you get here? And God, like, he was just surprised as well. Like, in question, you know? And so. I'm like thinking of all of the, like then every little prayer that I had, every time I prayed now, I did not only pray, I was praying with expectation. I stopped this, oh, I'm just going to surrender. But I also started having expectation and a real strong belief in my, um, my prayer. And in fact, the same, around the same time, one time I was just really praying for my money to stretch because, um, I don't know what happened, but it was so long ago, but those, those was just the beginning of, of my walk. Like those was just a little, um, like there's a little fires that started like the big flame. I was testing him 
every little thing. Like, not just one thing. It was every little thing. So it was not only for gains. At times I prayed for other people. I will see other people getting their prayers answered. I will see every other people being shocked like I did. And that was exciting because, and that's what has really started like my walk and me wanting to pray, me wanting to surrender everything to God, just the joy that comes with it, the peace that comes with it, the, 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 just that happiness that comes with prayer. You might not get everything immediately, but I'm always almost certain, very certain at this point of my life that everything will work out. That is one, one of those aspects, I will say, of my everyday living. The, the trusting, the, the surrendering, and the expectation. Wow. Lizette's story is definitely a testimony to the fact that God cares about what we care about and that he'll stop at nothing to get our attention to demonstrate that fact. Thank you so much, Lizette, for sharing that with us today. And thank you for reminding us that nothing, nothing, y'all, is too small for God. If it is significant to us, then it is significant to him because he loves to answer our prayers. He loves to come close. He loves to demonstrate his presence and his power in our circumstances, whatever the size, good, bad, indifferent. So be encouraged. You can surrender and you can trust God. I'm so looking forward to sharing more stories with you, to connect with you, challenge you, and energize you. Stories create environments where we can learn valuable insights from each other's experiences. They represent our collective pain, joy, fear, faith, best days and worst days. They unite us, teach us, challenge us, delight us, and enable us to convey messages of hope in a complicated world. There's something to learn from someone else's story. They are countless lessons of faith hope, and love. So why not take some time to consider your own story, then join us again for another story worth living.